Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. So today I want to talk to you about something that I've noticed as I talk to other entrepreneurs, really from all phases of business, from dreamers who are working on putting the final touches on their business ideas, from established business owners who've been in the business anywhere from three to 10 years, and everywhere in between. As I talk with these entrepreneurs, either in Facebook groups, in person, on training calls, in different places, I'm seeing a common denominator that I hear when people share with me their struggles or just kind of where they are in their stage of business. And it's this inability to make decisions, whether it's life decisions, business decisions, they just aren't sure what's a good fit for them, what to do when hiccups come up in their everyday, how much time to devote to their business each day, particularly those who have small children who are still at home. Just so many questions about how to know if they're making the right choice choices and the right decisions. And while I don't claim to have it all figured out, I am very confident in the things that I do know. And this is an area of my life and in my business that I do not struggle with because I, for me, have found the single solution to making decisions. So today, I want to talk to you about this fundamental step that I have figured out, this necessary thing that I think will help you each and every day as you have to make choices and decisions and schedule your time, organize your life and your business, and just make plans. This one thing, this one little step, I think is mandatory in order to peacefully make choices and decisions and then to walk into those decisions or walk in those decisions without second guessing yourself. So do you want to know what it is? I'm going to pretend that I heard you say, well, yeah. (laughs) So here it is. The one thing that will help you and that helps me to make choices and decisions in my business and in my life is that I clearly define and articulate my priorities. And then I make them clear to those in my life and in my business, meaning your spouse, your children, your close friends, your team, your employees. So I'm gonna say that one more time. The one thing that will help you to make clear choices and decisions in your business and in your life is to clearly define and articulate your priorities and then make them clear to those in your life and in your business. Now, this means your spouse, your children, your close friends, your team, and your employees. When you can do that, you will find that making decisions and knowing what to do can be stress-free, and you can make decisions without that wavering feeling or that guilt of feeling like I chose one thing by not choosing another. But you don't have to feel that guilt or that tinge or that doubt after you have made a decision. 
So I want to connect the dots for you between your priorities and decision making. So we're going to start with your life priorities because your life priorities trump your business priorities. Your life priorities are really going to be that core that you're always going to be able to come back to when it's time to shape your day, your life, your business, your plans, everything. So I'm going to repeat that. We are starting with your life because when we discuss business priorities later, I want you to remember that business priorities are subject to your life priorities and not vice versa. Period. Very, I want to say no exceptions, but the lawyer in me is saying, you know, there's always an exception. But I feel pretty confident in saying very close to no exceptions, right? Um, so my first question to you, the listener what are your priorities? What matters most to you in the grand scheme of life? Is it your faith, your relationship with God, your family, your children, your spouse, your marriage, your health, something else? I'm sure there are other things that I haven't listed that might be a top priority for you. What is your top priority? And then what is your second priority? What is your third priority? And really what I want you to do is go down in numerical order because this is something that has to be ranked. By definition, this priority is telling us what has priority, not to use a word in defining it, over the other, what takes precedence over something else. So in order to do this, you are going to have to choose. And we're talking about making decisions. So I find that ironic. I see that. Um, But what is your top priority? I want you to think to yourself, what is my very first priority in my life? Then what is your second priority? What comes after that first thing? And then what comes after that third or what comes third after that second priority? And you can go down as far as you'd like, but I want you to have at least one to three. Most people have one to three or somewhere between one to three and one to five. Um, but I want you to do that. And I want you to be specific. Write down your priorities in numerical order and be as specific, specific as possible. Now, do you have those priorities in mind right now? For some of you, that might be really easy. You can spout them out as soon as I asked. But for many people, they actually have to think on that because they may know what they would like their priorities to be. But in reality, they know that their life currently doesn't reflect those priorities. So what I want you to do is to get those priorities in your mind, at least one through three. And feel free to hit pause on this podcast, write them down, or if you're driving or you're at the gym or you're somewhere where you can't pause to write, I want you to at least think of what those priorities are in your mind. What are they? What are your top priorities ranked in order? And to share an example, I'm going to share with you my top three priorities because I think talking through what my top three priorities are and as I explain them later on in the episode, in this podcast episode, I think you'll see how you can go and I guess the thought process that you can use in defining your priorities. And you'll see how that comes into play when it comes to decision making um, as we continue on in this discussion. So for me, I'll go first. My top three priorities. Number one is my faith. And that is my relationship with Jesus Christ. That is my number one priority, always and forever. My second priority is my physical, mental and emotional health. And I would say and I would add here, I guess, um, financial health as well. But for me, maintaining financial health 
is a part of my mental and emotional health. So they work together. So that's the only reason I don't include per se financial health. Because for me, financial health is a part of maintaining my mental and emotional health. So my second priority for me is my physical, my mental and my emotional health. Number three is the well-being, the provision, safety and joy of my family. And my three is kind of like 3A, 3B in a sense. Um, First and that third priority would be my family within my home, which is right as of now, Troy and Zoe, my husband and my daughter. And second, that falls under that family umbrella is the family that I have outside of my home. And included in that family outside of my home are my friends who are just as much as family as any family member that I have. Um, And I think a lot of us who are adults know exactly what I mean. You have those friends in your life who are by all intents and purposes, your family. So those are my top three priorities, my faith, my mental, physical and emotional health, and the well being of my family, well being provision, safety and joy of my family. Now, this episode isn't necessarily about explaining the reason behind my priorities. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a lot of questions asking why my health is number two over my husband, my children, my family. So I want to explain that because it's going to play out and have an effect on how I make decisions, which is what this episode is about. So my health was not always my number two priority in my life. In fact, for a really long time, family was number two. And I'm not saying that family should not or could not be your number two or your number one because it's your personal priorities. That's the beauty of defining our priorities for ourselves. But I recently added my health and not just physical health, but mental and emotional, which I think a lot of people forget and neglect. Um, I added that as my second priority because it wasn't on my list, like I said, for years. And I want you to notice that I put three types of health, as I mentioned. For me, as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, and really just as a human, I wanna be there for the people in my life. And I realized that the very best way for me to be there for others is to present them with the best of me that I can be in any given moment. And I acknowledge and recognize that the best me changes over time. You know, if I'm sick, my best me isn't the same as if I'm well. So with that understanding, knowing that I want to present the best me as possible for my family, the only way I can do that is to make me being the best me a priority, right? So the way that I can help others is to remember that I also need to take care and to help myself because while I am very truly grateful and blessed to have people in my life who care about my health, my mental, my physical, and my emotional health, no one can care enough to do the things for me that I must do for myself in order to be physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy. So no one can take me to the gym each day and move my legs on the treadmill every single morning. No one can ensure that I take time for meditation and prayer and have quiet time for my own mental sanity. No one can cry tears for me when that might be what's necessary for my emotional health. So hopefully that makes sense when I say that no one can do those things for you like you you can. And no one can do those things for me like I can. Meaning, yes, I know there are people in my life who care for me and would do the things that are necessary to help me. But you 
or I am the best person in the best position to make my health a priority. So in order for my family to be a priority, I feel as though I have to put my health before that so that I can show up for them and for myself. And really what my second priority boils down to is another way to say my health is just saying self-love as a priority. And that is something that really just probably needs to be its own podcast episode. It's something that I see lacking in so many people, particularly business owners and A lack of self-love is one of the most unstable foundations that I think exists. It's really hard to build something stable upon a foundation of a lack of self-love. And so many times what I'm hearing from other people that I may hear in a conversation or they're explaining something to me is they think they're saying one thing, but what they're really showing and exhibiting is a lack of self-love. And so if that is you, and upon reflection, you find that that is you, I want you to ask yourself, where do you fall in your priorities? If you list one through five and yourself never came up in that list, I'm not saying that you don't love yourself, but I want you to remember that you have to be a priority to you as well. Sure, you may be a priority to your family, to your friends, to your husband, to your wife, to your children, but you have to first be a priority to yourself. And that's not what this episode is going uh, is about, but clearly it's something that ties in when you're thinking about priorities. And it's something that I just see so often. So I'm glad that somehow that all came out because I feel like if it did, it must be for someone who's listening. So I say all that to say um, that I make sure that the time needed to ensure to the best of my ability, my physical, mental and emotional health is my second priority. And like I said, I wanted to first share my priorities with you so they can help you as you think through your priorities. So you can hear my thought process for those things. If you find defining and articulating your priorities difficult or challenging, just think of the way in which I just kind of walked through my three and explained how I came about, for example, my second priority why that's a priority to me um, and why that fell in the place in which it did. And I really could go on and on about, you know, fourth and fifth priorities, but I think the top three are sufficient. Um, So I'm going to now ask you again, what are your top three priorities? And I'll say this also, if you're having a hard time determining what your priorities are, here's an exercise that is going to help you. And it's either going to help you or scare you. (laughs) One of the two, but I want you to do it nevertheless. I want you to think back to what you have done over the last three weeks. Even if you have to write it down or just look at your calendar. What are the things that you have done over the last three weeks? Where did you spend your time? I want you to look look at that. So first ask yourself, where did I spend my time in the last three weeks? What did you do? Who did you do it with? And where did you spend your money in the last three weeks? Where did your money go? over the last three weeks. Now, if you review those things, you're very likely barring, you know, you had an unusual last three weeks, like you were out of the country for three weeks and you usually aren't, you know, but let's say you had a typical previous three weeks. That is going to show you by answering those questions, it's gonna show you what your priorities are. Now, when I do this exercise with people, many times they find that they don't like what that shows them. They don't like what this analysis of looking over their last three weeks and how they spent their time and their money and the people they were with, what that tells them about their priorities, because the overwhelming amount of time or the majority of that time and that money went to things that they don't want to be priorities in their life. 
And so that's why I think it's such a, a, a strong and a, I guess, kind of really, um, I always lose adjectives on when I'm in the middle of recording, but it just presents a real vivid, not vivid, that's not the word I was looking for, but an honest, I think an honest review of what your priorities actually are. And you can say to yourself, is this lining up with what I want my priorities to be? So I think a lot of people, like I said, when I asked that, they find that review of their actual behavior shows priorities that they don't want as priorities. And if that's you, I want to invite you to take this time now to define and set your priorities in order. And that's why I said to articulate them really well, define them where they need to be defined. If there are boundaries in certain places, define what those boundaries are. Because one of the things that setting your priorities is also setting up is it's creating boundaries in your life. You're saying, you know, this is a boundary that can't be crossed because this is my top priority. This is a boundary that can't be crossed because when you cross that line, you're making you're making me have to compromise a priority. And so there's a boundary here. So like I was saying to you who are listening, who find that you don't like what that review of your previous three weeks showed, what I want you to do is to clearly define and articulate what you want your priorities to be. Because what happens is when we don't when we don't articulate and we don't define and make clear and be aware of our priorities, life will choose them for you. Your environment will choose them for you. The people around you will choose them for you. The world will choose them for you. Some outside force is going to choose those priorities for you, for you. And a lot of times that's where the struggle comes in when it's time to make a decision. Because internally, what you truly want to be your priority is fighting against the outside forces of what, how they set this priority for you. That's really usually where that struggle to make a decision comes in. You have a desire to have this as your priority, but some standard created by someone who is not you is tugging against that, right? And in tugging against that, you're fighting against internally what you want, but also externally what has already kind of defined a priority for you. So I hope that makes sense basically by saying, if you don't define priorities for yourself and for your life, someone else will. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, so that's why it's so important. And that's why I also said earlier that you're, it's not just about setting your priorities and defining your priorities, but then it's articulating them and making them clear to the people around you, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, your boss, your whomever you, your team, if you're an employer or a business owner, like most of you are, your team, they need to be aware of what your priorities are. Um, so it's not just about knowing them for yourself, but once you can actually reflect that in your, and what will happen is it will be reflected in your behavior, in your choices, in how you spend your time, in how you spend your resources, in how you spend your money, then the people around you are going to see that. And that's when respect for priorities and boundaries happen, or the people leave your life or your business because they can't respect those boundaries, those priorities. So I hope all of that set thus far makes good sense because I want to make sure that I'm being very clear about this and just how important setting those priorities are because it's going to help you not only with decision making, but really just with your entire life and your business for those of you who are business owners, which I know is most of my podcast listeners. So here we are once again, back to this question that I'm going to ask you one more time. What do you want your top three priorities to be in your life? 
I want you to write them down plainly, specifically, because you can't communicate your priorities to someone else if you don't first understand them and define them for yourself. So that's the first part into helping you make decisions really easily and with peace and confidence is to first define your priorities. So that's the first part, um, defining your life priorities. The second thing, which is also the same, but now we're going to do that for your business. What are your top business priorities? Now, these are not goals. Let's be clear. Your priorities in your business are not your goals. Goals are those measurable tasks or events that you want to take place in your business and you can measure them. You know, you want to add 13 new seamstresses by September 13th. You know, that's a measurable, you know how many and you know when. That's a goal, but that's not a priority in your business, okay? So what I'm going to do again is to share mine first um, in hopes it'll help you to better understand what I mean by what are the priorities in your business. And hopefully that will help you as you begin to think through what are your priorities in your business. Um, I'm going to share my top four for business because these are the four that I couldn't stop at three. Basically, I had to um, go to four because I think it's also important to note what my fourth one is. So my top four priorities in my business, the first priority for me in my business is to remain true to who I am at all times. Now, many of you who are listening know that I own two businesses. The first is my product based businesses or business because of Zoe Designs, where we make handcrafted hair bows for girls and sell them across the country in stores and online. My second business is why I'm sitting here talking to you at this very moment. I work with joy-seeking entrepreneurs and I help them to build and grow businesses that keep their customers coming back for more. That's what I do. I love talking to business owners every single day about their business. And in both of those, it is my first priority to always remain true to who I am at all times. When I make a business decision, if I think that making that decision is going to compromise who I am, it's a very easy no. It's a very easy no to turn down an event, a conference, anything, a collaboration, if I think it does not allow me to remain true to who I am. So that's why making decisions is, they're very easy in business. Number two, it's a priority, priority for me to do work that matters beyond a surface level. So what that means for my business to business business is I want to not just tell people, okay, here's some steps to grow your email list. Here's why an email list is so important. But why do I want them to know about that? It's because all the things that I'm helping them to do is to help them to live out their dreams, make money doing things that they absolutely love, which usually helps them and their family. It helps them to get out of debt. It helps them to pay for school. It helps them to pay the mortgage. It helps them to feed their families. It helps them to stay home. It helps them to be a support to their spouse. It helps them do life, right? The, the why behind why I am sometimes super hard on some entrepreneurs because I see them resting and not working when they could be is because I know what they want and I know what they need based on conversations. And so the reason I come from that place is because what I'm trying to do here is beyond a surface level, right? I don't want to just help you, you know, learn tips and strategies. I want you to apply them because when you do that, your life changes. Being an entrepreneur, if that is truly what is in your bones to do, it will change your life for the better. And I know that because that is my story. 
If you have been around, you know that is my story. If you watch me every day on Instagram stories, you know that is my story. The joy, the freedom, the flexibility, the control, the so many positive things, right? It comes from being an entrepreneur. And so my second priority is that I have to do work that goes beyond the surface level. I have to actually be making a difference in people's lives. I have to help people change the way that they view life. Um, That's why I talk about business life and joy, because you really can't talk about having a successful business if you don't also talk to people about having a successful life. For me, those two can't be separated because I don't want to suck at one and be great at the other, right? So for me, that means I have to help people get their minds in a place that it probably isn't, right? I have to help people to see through the lens of joy and peace of mind, debt freedom, saying no to comparison, working intentionally with diligence, right? I believe in hard work, but I also believe in sleep and naps and spending time with my family and taking a day off and taking an hour off or taking the afternoon off or taking the morning off occasionally or as needed for, again, my mental, emotional, physical health, (laughs) my second priority, see how those mix. Um, But I really wanna help people to live lives loving the work that they do and just loving what they get up to do every single morning because that's where I am. And when you find something really good, the natural thing is to want everyone to have that as well. So that's a long winded way of saying that's my second goal. And as that applies for my product based businesses um, or business is that means I want to be a part of timeless memories with families, you know, with my hair bows. Um, I have a friend who recently purchased some bows for her nieces who are there taking their very first trip to Disney World and they all bought headbands and How amazing that when they go to Disney World for the very first time as a family, this big family trip, that they're going to be taking something that I made with my hands that I hand selected as a part of that trip. You know, that to me is doing work beyond a surface level. Um, And also through Because of Zoe to support women and girls, our work that we do with nonprofit organizations that benefit and whose mission is to help women and girls. Again, I want to do things beyond a surface level. So that's my second priority in my business. Number three is my third priority in my business is to cultivate meaningful and genuine relationships. That is so, so important to me. And so that makes it really easy again to make decisions about things. If I, if I say to myself, is taking on this opportunity going to cultivate meaning and genuine, genuine relationships? Um, an example of that is just this or just last week or early, I don't know when this is, <laughs> whenever this airs in August of 2017, I had an opportunity to be a part of the 2018 Power Sheets photo shoot with Laura Casey and her Cultivate What Matters team. And that was so much fun and just so important to my priorities, my business priorities, um, because I love the work that Laura does for other women. I love, I've just recently read her book, Cultivate. I talked about that book briefly in a few episodes back. Um, I'm sure I'll do an episode in the entire book at some point. But her team just exudes positivity and happiness and a lot of the things that I stand for. So I knew that being able to be in a room with her and just to be able to be a support to her and what she's doing was going to help me to cultivate meaningful and genuine relationships. And it has. In fact, many of the women that I met at the shoot, I have now either they're in my phone, their phone numbers, or I'm following them on Instagram and we're talking via Instagram. So for me, that was worth cultivating those relationships to take a day off, well, to first 
you know, pay to travel up there, pay for a hotel room, miss out on a full day of work, um, leave my family on Sunday to be up there. All of that was 110% worth it because I knew it was going to result in cultivating meaningful and genuine relationships and to support someone else who does work that goes beyond our surface level. And it still allows me to remain true to who I am. So all those priorities are checked. So my fourth priority in business, because you're probably like, well, when are you going to talk about making some money? Because isn't that important? Yes, it is. But it is not my first, second or third priority. However, my fourth priority in my business is to be properly compensated for my time, my knowledge and the value that I bring. Right. So, yes, that is important. But I wanted to make it clear that because of my first three values or my first three priorities, rather, because of those first three priorities, number four always happens. It's going to always happen. And it's never a concern. It's when I forget those priorities that I can get a little shaky, like, uh Oh, hold up. Am I going to get paid if I'm not true to myself? If I'm only worried about surface level, if I'm not thinking about cultivating meaningful relationships. So for me, because those are my priorities, I can, I rest assured that my fourth priority is going to be taken care of. And so those are my top four business priorities to date. And I really hope that breaking those down has been helpful um, to you and thinking about yours. And again, that was to first remain true to who I am at all times, two, to do work that matters beyond a surface level, three, to cultivate meaningful and genuine relationships, and four, to be properly compensated for my time, my knowledge, and the value that I bring. And so what that fourth um, priority does is, when it comes time to pricing certain things, I don't hesitate about, ooh, is this gonna be too much? I know the value that I bring and I know the knowledge that I bring and I trust that anyone who invests in anything that I have to offer, whether it's a product, a service, um, a course, a training, a conference, a live event with me, anything, I know that what they're going to get is going to be worth far more than the monetary investment that they have placed in me because that is my priority um, to them because I'm trying to do more than surface level. So when, for those of you who that's one of the things that you struggle with is um, pricing. Well, first of all, there's a formula for that and that's another episode, but also you should always know that if you are bringing something to the table that is worth it, that's not something you should be second guessing. So all that to say, those are my top four. Um, And now what I want to do is connect how knowing those priorities for your business and your life and clearly articulating them can help you with decision making. So that's really the crux of what we're going to talk about. But I had to lay that foundation so that you first have to so that you first could lay your out your priorities, because if you don't do that first part, then you don't get to this part. Now we're talking about how we now can use that when it comes to making decisions in our life and in our business. So now comes the part where we say, okay, now that I know my priorities, I have them defined and articulated. How is that going to help me with decision making? Well, every single time we're faced with a choice or a decision, your priorities will guide you on what to do, how to do it, how much or how little to do it, to say yes or no, all of those things. So the best way for me to really Um, demonstrate this is to walk through a few examples. Um, And the first one is one that I hear from many of the business owners in my group in the Business Life Enjoy Facebook group, um, which you can join at shantaygrant.com forward slash community. But 
So how much time do I spend in my business, right? That's a question that I get a lot, particularly from people who either have their children at home with them, who are working full-time jobs or part-time jobs, or who are just getting started and trying to figure out if they are spending too little or too much time because they're trying to also make sure that they don't fall on the side of working so much um, that now they begin to exclude friends and family. So great question. How do you determine how much time do I spend in my business? Of course, this is not a black and white answer, um, but walking through it is kind of black and white. So the first thing you want to determine is what other demands are there on your time? So you know that working on your business is something that needs time. Do you also have a child at home? Do you have a full-time job, a part-time job? Are you caring for a family member, whether it's inside of your home or outside of your home? What other uh, demands do you have on your time? What do you have to split your time between? Start there with the things that you have to spend your time on, not the things that you may want to. Um, And really, we'll talk about this um, in a second, but I want you to flesh out all of that because chances are many times I've found that people are spending time on things that are outside of their priorities that don't line up with their priorities. So you want to look at all the things that are demanding of your time. And do any of those things fall outside of your priorities? For example, when I first began working full time after I left the law firm, um, during my time at the firm, I sat on the board of directors for a nonprofit organization in town. Now I enjoyed the work that I did for that organization. But it did not fall within my priorities. And it was then an easy decision to leave at the end of my term as opposed to renew and continue on on the board. Um, Now I say it was an easy decision, I still felt, you know, a little sad about not being able to participate a little bit, but I because I knew it was a clear cut answer, it didn't fall within my priorities. I made the decision and I moved on moved forward, you know, the relationships with the people is something and being able to see them, you know, every week or every month was something that I would miss. But, you know, it's been almost two years and I'm perfectly fine. Right. So it was an easy choice because despite the fact that I enjoyed the work, um, despite the comments of some people on the board really asking, could you just stay, you know, maybe one more year? We had a lot of major things going on at the time and we had done a lot of major things. I did a lot, a lot, a lot on that board. I couldn't let those comments and those desires of other people's and their priorities sway me or cause me to doubt or rethink my answer. I made the decision and I kept moving forward because when I looked at it, while this was a a nonprofit organization that clearly I believed in its cause and its purpose and the work that it did in my community, one, it didn't align with my businesses, my businesses um, more so aligned with nonprofit organizations and works that deal with women and girls. And this one did not. But it also wasn't going to help me move my business forward. It wasn't the time I would spend away from that would be time away from my business because it's during working hours when we meet. Right. And then even if we met at night, it would be time away from my family. And that wasn't something that I was willing to sacrifice. Now, when I worked at the firm, I was perfectly happy leaving the office and going down the street for a board meeting. But now we had moved and lived further away. And again, if this had lined up with my priorities, that wouldn't have been a problem. But for me, 
it wasn't going to be good for my mental health if I had to continue to stop my work, stop trying to build a business when I literally just was starting full time to go to sit on this board to do this work that really didn't align with the things that I wanted to align myself with. I wanted to align myself more with organizations that were geared toward women and girls. And so it was a really easy decision that that was something that was a demand on my time that I no longer that no longer fit my life, no longer fit within my priorities. And so boom, cut it off, right? And that then made more time for my business. What are those things like that in your life? Now, it could be the other way around. You have those things in your life that you want to make time for in addition to your business, but you have to decide where does it fit within your priorities? It's either inside or outside. If it's outside, boom, cut it out. It's that simple. So once you look at the demands on your time, I want you to ask yourself, which take priority over your business? And you also have to ask how much of an impact are you wanting to make at that time in your business? So you may be in a season where you would rather that most of your time be spent with your family, people who have young children at home, and then less time on your business because right now, the impact that you want to make and you will make with your family needs to be grander and greater than the impact that you're gonna make with your business just in this moment, in this season. If that is your choice, you need to stand firm in that and keep your eyes on your life and not other people's lives. Because if you make the decision that I'm going to spend, you know, I have eight hours a day, but my child is home with me, I'm going to spend six of those hours doing XYZ homeschooling my child, for example, and then two or on my business. If that is what aligns with your priorities, you have to stand confident in that and not then look at the other person who is also has their children at home and they're spending six hours in their business and two with their child. That's their priorities. You have to live out your priorities and be confident in that and not to play the comparison game, right? That's also key. Um, you can't play comparison because that person's priorities may not be your priorities. That's why they're our own and you have to own them and you get to own them when you articulate them and begin to walk in them and live in them and communicate them to other people. You get more confidence in them, I find, um, because you have to remember you are living your priorities, not someone else's. So if you decide that this is a season right now where you need to really lean in on home or you know taking care of a sick parent, there's so many things, you know, uh, the examples are endless. Or if this is a season where you have a part-time job or a full-time job, you have to embrace that and accept that, right? If that's where you're going to put your time and then make it work within that. Because I can help someone grow a business, whether they have two hours a day to spend on their business or eight hours a day to spend on your business. Both amounts of time, it's possible to grow a business. It's just going to look differently, Right. The person with eight hours of good intentional time is probably going to be able to accomplish more, but you still can show progression in your business with those two hours. So the, the answer to that question of how much time to spend in my business is first, what other things do you have to spend your time on that fall within your priorities? And the second is to ask yourself, okay, so you have those other things. Maybe it's nothing else, right? Maybe during the day you have no children or your children are in school um, or you have a nanny, you have some other thing. And the thing is your business. Well, there you go. Well, when your children come home, do you want to stop working for the day and then spend time with them? When your husband comes home, do you want to spend time with them? When your wife comes home, do you want to stop working then? Then it becomes a question of amount of hours, set time. And then again, your priorities take place. For me, for example, 
my daughter goes to school. However, I pick her up from school at three o'clock when school ends most days. She has an option and her school has an option for what is called stay late, right? So she could stay as late as six o'clock. However, part of the reason why I wanted to, to do my own thing, to have my own business is so that I can pick up my daughter when school actually ends, hear about her day, spend time with her. That is those are my priorities, right? Someone else's priority may be that they pick their child up at six o'clock because that may be what the demands on their time allows or their priorities. But I have to do what works within my priority. So what does that mean for how much time I get to spend on my business? I get to spend up until 2.30. I know that because at 2.30, I need to head out to go pick up Zoe most days on a typical day. So because again, it's, my it's good for my emotional well-being and it's good for her well-being in my opinion to come home unwind I know she needs time to process and de decompress from a day in school unwind and that takes a while for her and so what's best for me is knowing that I'm doing what's best for her so that's really priority two and three for me working back and forth and together now, that doesn't mean that there are some days where I say, okay, Zoe's going stay, to stay late and I'm going to pick her up at five o'clock because I have something that I need to do. So again, how I make that decision is really, really simple. And I don't have to fight about, oh my gosh, she's going to stay, stay late for two extra hours. Oh my gosh, this is just so awful. Other people pick their child up at three. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. What the choices I'm making are what it's best for my life, my family's life, and my priorities. And I hope that makes sense. Guys, you don't understand how much I have struggled with trying to communicate this lesson, this um, practice, because once you've kind of mastered something and once you have a way in which you do something, sometimes it's difficult to try to com convey it and communicate it to someone um, from a I guess, elementary level in a way that it just kind of lays it out. So I'm trying really hard by giving examples because I learn best from examples. Um, and I'm also a visual learner, but this is a podcast. Um, so I'm trying to lay it out by using examples of myself. And I hope that at least out of the examples that I'm going to give, something will resonate with you that you'll be like, okay, I see it now. I see how we make this apply. So back to this question that was just an example. The key is knowing your priorities. You find peace in your choices because they align with your priorities. And it may very well, and I want to make this clear, it may not align with culture, popular opinion, colleagues, but that doesn't matter because no one has to reap the benefits or suffer the consequences of your choices more than you and your family. That's why when you have defined and clearly articulated priorities, you can stand firm on those choices and you're really unshakable and unbendable to outside noise. And I will note here, and I think I mentioned this earlier in the example, but your priorities can change. Clearly, my priorities have changed to an extent when I became a mother. I may not have... Um, I may not have been fine working long hours at a law firm, you know, had I not become a mother. So I want you also to give yourself the freedom to change. Don't be rigid and think that your 2017 priorities have to be your 2019 priorities. You'll find some basic similarities, but life change sometimes causes shifts and you get to make the choice to allow your priorities to ebb and flow with the seasons of your life. 
And because I want to be really clear on this, because this is another question that I do get a lot about how much time to spend in your business, um, when to take time off, things like that. I do want to say this, you have to determine what season you're in for your life and your business. Are you at a place where you really are wanting to see um, a certain amount of income come in from your business, where you really want to see a growth in your paying customers, when you want to see a growth in your audience? If that's true, then that means you're going to need to do the work. You're going to have to make time to work. But if you are instead in a season where you say, okay, I'm fine with where I am in my business, And if growth happens, great, but I just don't want to go back. But what I want to do is kind of keep things where they are and really focus my time on this other thing, this other place. That's okay. And I feel like sometimes business owners feel like if they do that, if they make that choice, that that's permanent. It's forever. No, it's called a season for a reason because it's going to change. It's okay to be in that season. And sometimes I feel like you have to hear someone else say that. Um, someone has to almost give you permission to understand that seasons change. And if that's your season, accept it. Don't let anyone make you feel less, just like you shouldn't let someone make you feel more, right? Don't let someone else or by looking at other people think that you're falling behind. You're not because you're exactly where you want to be according to your priorities. And that may be that your business is only at a certain place. There are certain things with Because of Zoe that I am keeping kind of at a standstill right now because I'm putting more focus on growing this business, my business to business business, right? That's a choice I've made. I don't look at other bow companies that may be doing other things and say, oh my gosh, but they're over there doing doing that thing. And oh, I think, I think they're gonna end up being in Nordstrom. That's not my priority, it's not my goal, and it's not good for my mental health to worry about what other people are doing. And it doesn't help me to remain true to who I am by trying to do something because someone else did it. See how that goes against so many of my priorities, business and life? No, I accept that I am intentionally making a choice to keep things in, you know, still growing because of Zoe, but I'm really putting more emphasis on this other business because I'm seeing the growth of that grow exponentially faster. And because of Zoe is in such a wonderful place that we're still growing, even when I'm trying to keep it at a certain place, right? But that's a choice that I made. And I don't need anyone else's approval. And I don't need anyone else's congratulations or thoughts on that because it's my priority. It's my choice. And you have to have that same confidence in what you decide for your business and your life. And I see that sometimes that's lacking. People are like, oh, but... I took the day off to go to the playground and I feel so bad about that. Why does that line up with your priorities? Keep it moving sister, right? (laughs) Um, And so I'm not going to harp on that much longer, but the many, many conversations I have, the DMs, the emails, the messages, I hope that all those people who have said those things to me are listening because I want you to find freedom and standing on your priorities. And I mean, that's it. It's your life, not someone else's. So I'm going to move on to another um, example. Um, Let's see. Do I leave my job or a career that I hate? That's another question that many people, that's a big decision, right? So that's not a a easy, well, that's not an easy or a small choice, right? So again, you start with your priorities. For instance, in my case, going to a place each and every day that I hate is not good for my emotional or mental health, particularly my emotional health, right? I remember 
the feeling I used to feel on Sunday nights, it literally made me unhappy. And it reflected in my actions toward other people. And it really just made me just unhappy, right? And I knew I couldn't continue to live my life that way because why? My second priority is my mental health. But at the same time, another part of my mental health is knowing that I am financially stable, right? Um, So leaving a career without a plan could have financial ramifications on anyone, right? Which could then affect, I know for me it would anyway, my emotional and mental health because I like stability, right? So I would know that it was time for me to leave a career for me when I could do so where there's no financial burden on me or my family. Um, So for me, that was one aspect because again, my, my priorities are, well, I can't be unhappy and being here makes me unhappy continuously. It's not like, one bad month, right? This is not good for me. I need to leave. However, leaving is then going to mean this, which also is not good for me. So let me get that thing, you know, finances in a place and make sure we're good and make sure that this business can now take the place of this. And then I can jump ship. And so for me, that's how I made that choice. It was all about my priorities. My priorities is I want to wake up every day and love what I do, which I do now because my emotional, mental, physical health is my second priority. So for me, that made it a very clear cut and easy decision looking at my priorities. And I advise, I know a lot of people are struggling with that. And I, that's usually where it boils down to the finances. And so what decisions can you start making now to prepare yourself so that you can do that? I'm not trying to downplay these decisions and choices we have to make in our businesses and our lives, but really it gets pretty simple. It really does when you just apply your priorities. So another question, um, do I, should I go to this conference? How do I know whether or not I should attend this event or this conference? Well, you walk through your priorities. First of all, what is the conference about? Why do you want to go? Is it something that's going to Um, help you build your business? Are you going to be able to cultivate and generate relationships that matter to your business? Are you going to a conference where everybody is exactly where you are? Or are you going to a place where people are above where you are? I want to be in a room where the people, um, I want to come up to where they are, right? Um, Or I want to be in a conference where everybody, almost everyone in the room is my audience, because then now I can talk to them. And so for me, if I was going to decide on a, um, conference or any type of activity, I walk through my priorities, my business priorities at this point, you know, does this conference reflect who I am? Is it a part, you know, am I staying true to myself by being here? Are these people here to do work that goes beyond the surface level? Am I going to learn more about how to do more than surface level business? Um, Am I going to cultivate meaningful and genuine relationships? I literally see how I can do, I'm walking through my priorities. And if not, then that's an easy no. And then is it going to be worth my time? Because when I'm there, I'm not going to be doing work that generates income. And usually if it meets the other things, um, it's going to be worth my time. But that's how I make that decision and that choice. So again, really literally applying the choice decision against my priorities makes making that decision so much easier. I've found that when you protect your priorities, you also find fewer times where you are in a pinch when you feel this conflict between what needs to be done and your priorities. Um, Because like I said earlier, when you know your priorities, it really creates boundaries, which is why I also know that it's not only important for you to be aware of your boundaries, but again, to communicate them to the people in your world, directly or indirectly. You know, you don't necessarily need to call a family meeting and say, okay, family, um, 
I'd like to talk to you about my top three priorities in my life and my top three priorities in my business. No, when you live them out, people notice, right? And an easy example that comes to my mind is when I worked at the law firm um, and I do this even now. So it's not just a law firm thing. It's really for anyone who has a job that requires, you know, checking email, which is pretty much everyone in these days. I did not, I stopped responding to emails at a certain time outside of, you know, we're working on something late at night and we're having back-to-back conversations. But on a typical, regular, like you send an email, non-emergent that I should be expecting, I didn't respond past a certain time. And so even if you email me, what I'm communicating to you by not responding until 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. whenever I get back into the office was that I don't answer emails late at night. I'm not at your beck and call. I turned off all my notifications. I turned off any dings and I still do that to this day, despite the fact that I'm doing work I love, but it's still a boundary um, because it was not good for me to be a slave to the dings, which is what I was. I used to say, I'm being a slave to the dings. My phone would ding and I look it up. My phone would ding and look it up. And so I turned them off. And it was like one of the best things I think I've ever done in my entire life. Definitely the top 10 best decisions for my mental health. Um, but really just in general. Um, and so even now I check my email at night. And so unless I'm looking for a particular email from someone, you're going to get a response from me usually at night, or I'll read your email at night and I'll make a note tomorrow. I'm going to respond to this email or a draft that night. And then I'll read it one more time and send it the next day. But I'm usually not in a back and forth. As soon as you email me, you get an email back. Um, And that's setting a a boundary. It's me saying that for me, my priority during every single day is to be intentional with my time. It's the way I'm able to get so much done is because I know at the beginning of the day, here's what I have to do. And I protect that time because for one, it's how I'm able to get work done that goes beyond the surface level because I actually spend my time doing the work and not responding back and forth to emails, right? So during that time, I'm doing what I've already laid out for myself in the day. If I answer my emails, now I'm letting this outside person come in and change my to-do list from the day. And that's just not going to happen. I protect that. That's a boundary. And I've yet to have a problem with that because I think every, I think everyone should have that boundary. Um, and no matter what your job is, right? And like I said, I understand there are seasons and times where that may not work. But as a general rule, Um, So I never told a person, hey, I only email at night. People just figured it out when they didn't get responses until 9 a.m. And that way they knew to expect, even if I did read it that night and I wanted to hit reply, I wouldn't because I wanted to make sure I made that clear. My priority is when when it's late at night, I'm doing something that's not this. And even if I am doing that, I'm not responding to this. I'm not going to be open to this conversation right now. Um, And what that did is that prevented conflicts from happening going forward. you just set that boundary in your life. And it, it really helps you, I think, to avoid a lot of having to make certain decisions. Another example, because I'm intentional with my time during the day, I very rarely have to say, oh my my gosh, am I going to be able to include X, Y, or Z in my life? I, for example, I talk about this in an earlier episode when I talk about my morning routine. In episode 10, where I talk about how I make the most of my day and my time, I share that when I wake up, the first thing, you know, what my morning routine includes, you know, prayer, quiet time, reading, exercise, that's me taking care of that first and second priority, right? Immediately, first thing every, every morning that I wake up. 
because I do that first thing, now there's not going to be a conflict later in my day about, oh my gosh, where am I going to fit in the time for me, for exercise, for sitting still, for being quiet, for really just thinking good thoughts about my day. Where am I going to find that time? I don't have to worry about that because I've put that first because it comes first in my priorities, right? Same thing for you. Whatever is first, put that first. And that way you don't have these conflicts of, oh my gosh, how am I going to find time to do this thing I want to do? If spending time with your newborn is something you want to do, it's a priority. Spend time with your newborn, right? Don't say, okay, I'm going to focus on my business all day. But while I'm focusing on my business, I'm going to be stressing about the fact that I'm not with my newborn. That makes no sense, friends. Make it your priority. If that's what you want to do, I'm spending today with my newborn or while my newborn is awake, my time is spent with them. And then if there's time to fit, then my business will come. So hopefully this makes sense. And some of you may be saying to yourself, well, duh, this makes sense. Great. But believe it or not, to many people, this way of thinking is, is challenging and it's not um, what comes natural. And so I'm hoping that this is a great help to those of you who needed to hear this. And now that you begin to think about and when you face upcoming choices and decisions, you first have laid out those priorities. And now I hope that you're able to say, see how easy it is now to make choices and be confident in them and to walk in them. Okay, friends, so have you set those priorities for your life and for your business? If so, I would love, love, love to hear them. As you begin to jot them down, or if you write about it on social media, tag me on Instagram at Shante Grant. And I'd love if you wanna send me an email at hello at shantegrant.com or share them over in the Business Life Enjoy community, which you can join by going to shantegrant.com forward slash community. Before we end today's episode, I just want to do a quick review about how you can easily make decisions in your business, in your life. And that all starts with the very first thing being being very clear and intentional and articulate about your priorities. What are those priorities in your life? And what are those priorities in your business? Because those are going to tell you what's most important and what should reflect what you do and how you spend your time. When you find yourself faced with a decision, usually we know what the thing is we want to do and that's what reflects our priorities. The conflict comes in when we allow someone else's priorities to overshadow our own. And so what I'm hoping in this episode, what I have done for you is to help you find confidence in not allowing someone else's priorities to overtake your own. Now, I do wanna say this because I do have a lot of moms or soon to be moms or, you know, hope to be moms in my listening audience. Clearly, you know, when our family grows and expands, my priorities will shift. And really, actually, they won't shift. They'll be the same as they are today. But I realize that when I have a newborn in um, in our home, that I may not be getting up at 4 a.m. to do my nice routine where I can get up in a quiet house and have my quiet time and go to the gym. That's gonna look a little different, but it's still my priorities because clearly it is best for my physical, mental, and emotional health to be there and provide the needs for my newborn child, which is my second priority and my third priority, right? And so I want to make it clear that when you make yourself a priority, it's not selfish. It's not to the exclusion of others because 
many times taking the time to do things for our friends, our family, clearly our children, particularly when they're younger, um, that's for our health too, right? It's for our mental, emotional health. No mom wants to sit there and see her child crying because she's hungry and say, well, I would feed you, but I've got to go run this mile real quick, babe. Take care of my physical health. No, right? So I did want to mention that because I know that that is something that I wanted to make clear that when you put yourself in that number two spot or when you put yourself on your priorities, which again, I mentioned you should, right? It's not a selfish thing where it's to the exclusion of others. And that's just something I wanted to make very clear. Also, before I get tons of hate mail (laughs) saying, you're selfish, you put yourself as number two. I sure did. And if you want to email me about it, that's perfectly fine too, because I stand by my priorities. Um, But I did want to put that out there just because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh my gosh, that's really hard for me to do. And that also reminds me, to also remind you, remember that you yourself should be a priority to yourself. It's so great that you are a priority to your friends, to your family, to the people that love you. But if you're not a priority to yourself first, my friend, it's going to be really hard for you to ever make decisions and have peace. So this isn't an episode about self-love, although I probably need to write that down as an episode to do. But it is important because if you also find yourself struggling um, to make choices and decisions because you're listening to so many outside factors and voices, I want you to check yourself and ask yourself, where do you fall in your list of priorities? And that is all I have for you, my friends today. I really do want to hear back from you about those priorities. So please please share those with me. Again, you can share in the Business Life Enjoy community at shantaygrant.com forward slash community. You can also email me at hello at shantaygrant.com. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. If you have found a value in today's episode, I would love if you would leave a review in whichever form you listen to this podcast. Reviews not only help to spread this podcast to other listeners, but it also lets me know that you enjoy the content. So thank you again, and I will see you next week on the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast waiting just for you each and every Monday morning. Until then, my friends, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now. Bye.